Welcome to Keeping Business Real, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, and in four short years, I've built a thriving online business that supports our family. This podcast offers an honest and very real take on the reality of online business, strategies for growing yours, and all the inspiration to keep you going. I've got no time for BS. I'm all heart and all action. Let's keep it real. Hey, you guys. I have an interesting question to pose to you today, and it comes off the back of me completing what would have, it was definitely my most fun, most joyous, but also easiest and crazily most successful online product launch. And the thing that really came out of it for me, and I want you to think about because for so long, I thought that my business was successful because things were kind of chaotic and spontaneous and crazy, you know, flying by the seat of my pants, tight deadlines. That's all that got me working and, you know, like working right up until the last minute. And that was my story. I, I genuinely believed that like genuinely, that that's what my business success success was all about. And so I'd hear people doing all these crazy things and had the amazing Mel ready and raring to go with systems as my online business manager and just trying to get me to work a little bit in advance, not my natural state. And I resisted it because my underlying belief was, but the work won't be as good the energy won't be right. And it's crazy now that I think about it. And so what ended up happening with this launch of Ready for Change was that it was so easy and so unstressful that I shocked myself (laughs) that all the launch emails were locked and loaded, all written by me. I didn't even have a copywriter. I wrote every single piece of copy for that launch all the landing pages, sales page, all the emails, opt-ins, everything, except for the Facebook ads, a lot of the Facebook ads. I mean, I did write some of the Facebook ads, but the Facebook ads were also written by Miranda, who does my Facebook advertising, Miranda Ivy. You can check her out. But the rest of it, it was just like, oh, that was working well. Oh, could we add this extra in? Sure, because we're so organized that it's ridiculous. I also had this, a big reason why I didn't want to do my own mastermind, which I run now, the Breakthrough Mastermind, was because I don't do events. I'm not a very good organizer. So went ahead, created the Breakthrough Mastermind, have rockstar women inside there and hired a coordinator to do the things that I'm not good at. Feeling easy, breezy, amazing. It didn't have to be hard. And now I'm looking at all these different ways and inspired by the amazing Denise Stuffield Thomas and her Chillpreneur book as well. But also just getting to the point where I literally, I cannot be working to the last minute. You know, I'm solo parenting this year and I am figuring out that really I cannot work the same way that I used to. I don't want to. That chaos and the stress, oh, the panic, the 
you know, writing stuff at the last minute and a stressed out team. It's not what I want. It's not what is going to grow this business. And so the question that I want to pose to you is, what if your business felt really easy? What does that bring up for you? Does it even feel possible? Where does your business feel hard? And what about that could you change so it felt easy? Are you giving yourself permission for this to feel easy? What would it mean if people were looking at you and going, oh, what's she doing all day? Or he? (laughs) It shouldn't be that easy. She's obviously not working very hard and you trying to justify to all the people around you why you're doing what you're doing, blah, 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 blah. When really, you get to choose. I mean, why I think I was keeping myself locked in to my crazy stories until I really got present to them and not only what they were doing to me, what working that way was doing to me and what kind of believing that it had to be hard, it had to be stressful, it had to be intense to do a launch, it had to be really full on and oh gosh, I'll probably get sick afterwards or I land in a heap at the end. I mean, all this stuff, all these stories, and I'd created them. It was absolutely true before I had the level of support that I have now, before I had embraced systems, which you can do, whether you're working on your own or or with one person or with a team. And, you know, I could have done that any time. And I was holding on to these stories that were outdated. It didn't have to be like that anymore. I needed to draw a line in the sand around it. So is there things that you've been trying in your business? Is there certain jobs that you've been doing in your business that now could feel easier and maybe you just haven't recognized that you're there yet? I think it's a really, really cool thing to ask ourselves often because it helps with the shedding, right? The letting go. Letting go is so important. Sometimes it's like, I don't know, my eldest son, he can be at this new stage and I kind of don't realize until I see him in a brand new context or perhaps it's the way someone else talks to him or perhaps it's finding out that he's doing this particular thing at school and I'm like, what? I thought you were four, not eight. (laughs) And I think the same can be said for our business. Oh, what do you mean? Oh yeah, I am in my fourth year of business or I am in my second year or I have done this launching thing two times before and I'm ready for it to feel easier. What might that look like? It might be as simple as working ahead and not straight to deadline. It might be outsourcing someone to manage your Facebook ads or social media, or it might be getting a a VA to help you, you know, with all of the email formatting and maybe getting a designer or something like that, or, you know, putting an ad on Upwork or Fiverr for someone to design your sales page. So you're not doing the work, tweaking all of that. I mean, you know, as no, I'm a big fan of outsourcing. You can just move faster and more money if you're not the bottleneck in your business. But in the meantime, there's so many like cheap and cheerful ways that you can make your business easier to run, more enjoyable. And it kind of comes back to that whole thing. Like, sure, look, I can remember struggling with the whole work less, earn more. It didn't feel relevant 
to where I was at the time. And I know it can feel really, really hard to make investments when you're not earning money. Really, truly, I get that. But I also think like, are you building a business? And have you got a business hat on? And does your business need a stressed out, crazy, depleted, anxious person at the helm? Or does it need someone who who feels quite balanced, who has managed to find easier ways to do some key tasks and is allowing herself to find this enjoyable? I mean, what would that even mean? I would really, really like you to think about it. And I would love to hear from you to see what this brings up for you. It doesn't have to feel as hard as it does if it does feel hard. And if it does continuously feel hard, then is it time for a pivot? Is it time to start talking about something else? Is it time for a new product or something new to be created, a new package? Are you at a different level and you haven't yet realized it and there's so many ways in which you could make things easier for yourself? Let me know your thoughts. For me, this is now my new obsession. It's like minimalism which I have totally embraced in my life and a home and so many different things. And applying that kind of thing to your business, more importantly, to the role you have in your business. How can we kind of strip back, make things essential, make sure I'm staying in my zone of genius so the business gets the best from me? And it certainly doesn't. When I'm a hot mess, you guys. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. Well, that is another episode of the Keeping Business Real podcast done and dusted. But make sure that you don't miss out on knowing when I release the next one. Be sure to become a subscriber over on your podcast app of choice and make sure to leave a review. I would love to know what you're thinking of the podcast and what you'd like to hear in the future. Now, the next thing you need to do is head straight to lisacorduff.com. I have an amazing cheat sheet there waiting for you to help you overhaul your marketing mindset. Let's face it, sometimes the selling part of business is the part that feels most icky. I want to help you out and I want to help you grow your business in an authentic way that feels really, really good to you lisacorduff.com for your free cheat sheet and I'll see you in the next episode.